radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week three preview show fantasy football scoop and Boop. Boop. hello ladies and gentlemen i am tony i am here with uh turtle and prime time and we are coming to you to talk about week three fantasy football in our league. And uh, we had a first, uh, as far as I can tell. I, I, we had two Monday night football games. Now, that's not unusual. They usually do that. But these two games were only an hour apart. So there was lots of overlap. Uh, you had two different uh, television crews going playing two different games at the same time. And I put on a little poll asking the league if uh, if you like that or not. And a resounding 100% of the vote said they did not like it. So, uh, primetime, uh, I'm going to assume that you slept through the whole thing. So I'm going to ask Turtle uh, if you enjoyed that uh, double doubleheader or not. Of course not. I wanted to watch the Bills just... You know, slap it on the Titans. Um, and I, I couldn't. I just I got to watch it for an hour, and then uh, I kind of just relied on Twitter for updates after that. So it kind of sucked. I didn't like it. I actually just voted because you said that. <laughs> Primetime, you, you weren't awake during this, were you? Uh, for the majority, I was not, no. Yeah, I kind of figured. But how do you like it as a concept? Let's just go there, because I fucking hated it, uh, personally. Um if anything, I, I only hated it because I had to listen to the commentators. Uh, like, I got so addicted to the Manning cast. Like, right. not not having those, like, bullshit, like, Troy Aikman talking about stupid shit and sideline reporters and all that. Like, oh, the Manning cast was like a breath of fresh air. Uh, and then now they don't do it and they give us... I had to go back to, like, you know, standard deaf Troy Aikman version. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did miss the Manning cast this week. I, I, I prefer to watch that version of Monday Night Football whenever it's available. Um, so I don't like to flip my channels when I'm watching football. So I have to rely, I have to get in a situation where I have two TVs. So I had to go downstairs in the basement where I have 
that capability. And it was just weird. I was just down there by myself on a random Monday night when I, uh, you know, I'm usually not down there. So it was just a, a weird thing. I hope they never do it again. Uh, I, I don't mind the, like, two Monday night games when you have, like, an early game, like an East Coast game, and then immediately following it, you get, like, a West Coast game. I think that's fine. Are, are we in agreement with that we that is that is acceptable? Just not the competing games? I mean, yeah, it's fine for me. I'm just not going to watch the second game. <laughs> yeah, it just means you get to oh, watch a full oh, early game, right? <laughs> not even that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the matchup, or uh, waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Football League's Week 3 Waiver Wire Report. And I am on the wrong page. This is awesome. <laughs> Transactions. Here we go. Anyway, we're gonna st- we have a, a three-way tie with uh, top top bids here. So I'm just gonna go in order. Let's go with D's nuts. The second coming, acquiring Tyler Lockett and releasing Isaiah McKenzie for five dollars. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Lucky Luciano acquiring Detroit Lions quarterback and releasing Chicago Bears quarterback for $5. Oh, this one cut me deep. I bid $4 on the Lions quarterback, and I missed him by $1. <laughs> it's always a shame when that happens. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have the Ted Lasso way. Picking up Jacoby Myers for $5 and releasing Robert Woods. And uh, like Tony, the, the $4 missed bid was myself. So that's unfortunate. It's kind of weird how we had three $5 waiver ads, right? Usually there's and a little the, bit more there was two And two failed bids that were $4? $4. That's <laughs> kind of weird. It is. We're in a simulation. Six is meta. <laughs> yeah, six is what you want, I guess, yeah. Uh, and we also have Cracka-Ass Crackas picking up Gerald Everett, a tight end from the Clippers. And we also releasing... had a trade, buddy. You missed the trade. Oh, excellent point. To, yeah, bring up. Uh, and he dropped Isaiah Spiller. Anyway, uh, we have Cracka-Ass Crackas trading Travis Etienne and the... A keeper. Lat- yeah, a keeper. And his... Uh, the Kyle Pitts experiment we were talking about in the last show traded to Micah Black for Josh Jacobs and Isaiah Spiller. What are your thoughts, guys? Turtle, why don't you go ahead? Only player I would start out of all of that is Josh Jacobs. So I think it was fine. Okay. Uh, I think it's a bad move for Kowalski. I think Micah gets the bigger upside out of this trade because Kyle Pitts is eventually going to figure it out. I don't know if Travis Etienne is going to play, but I I know for a damn fact I want none of Josh Jacobs on my roster. That guy is like a, he's kind of like a lame duck uh, <laughs> head coach. Like they know he's not going to get paid. Uh, he, he's not going to get a crazy amount of volume. And I just don't think he's very good. So, uh, K-Wall, I don't know. I think he gave up a little too much. Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, the reason why I forgot about the trade to start off 
it was because it didn't really mean that much to me. It's a uh, garbage in, garbage out kind of thing. Sure. Although, like Turtle, I think uh, out of all of them, Josh Jacobs is the moderately better player. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it wasn't at... like a huge difference. I just no, thought he yeah. was the only one that I would put in my lineup and feel okay. Is Isaiah Spiller related to CJ Spiller? Oh, my God. Probably. I, I hope so. I hope it's his kid. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> What year is this? This is amazing. Anyway, anyway uh, on to the free moves here. We have Lucky Luciano doing a, a line change, releasing Chicago Bears kicker, and acquiring the New York Giants kicker. Also releasing his Tennessee Titans kicker and acquiring the Houston Texans kicker. And releasing Arizona Cardinals defense and acquiring the Dallas Cowboys defense. I have breaking news. Breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Isaiah is Spiller it? is not related to CJ Spiller. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Anyway, <laughs> anyway <laughs> do you have any uh, thoughts on uh, Mike's special teams changes here? I wasn't listening. Yeah, I just, just go ahead. I, I just grabbed the Cardinals defense, actually. I just, uh, you let me know they were dropped. I think they're better than the Tennessee Titans. They'll get more wins at least. So thanks, bud. Nice pick, Kawa. And uh, let's see. We we also got uh, Tony's occasional crotch chop acquiring Daryl Williams, running back from Arizona, and releasing Rome Dubs. Dubs? We'll go with Dubs. That sounds good. Receiver from Green Bay. What are we thinking, Tony? Uh, I'm thinking James Connors a little banged up and hurt, and uh, I don't know. It's kind of just like a stash on my roster. It might pay off if uh, if uh, Connor has a nagging injury because he is not Mister Reliable in terms of uh, <laughs> uh, being healthy. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. Next we have myself, uh, Dead Air, releasing Devonte Parker and acquiring New York Jets quarterback. What are you doing? What are you doing here? What am I doing? That's an excellent question. Uh, I'm holding out hope for that kid to come back soon. And uh, if I continue to see Kirk Cousins play like Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football, uh, I have a backup question mark. (laughs) (laughs) So you have three quarterbacks now, yeah? Yes, currently I have three. Okay. Based on his current roster, it is a potential keeper. So (laughs) that's true. That's true. Plus, Devontae Parker only has one more reception than I do, so I'm not losing much. <laughs> not at all. And last, we have a Turtles New Wave Hooker releasing Tennessee's defense and acquiring Arizona Cardinals defense. And that will conclude your waiver wire segment for week three. All right. Thank you very much for that update. All right. Let's get to some emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we have a couple from our usual heavy hitters. Uh, first one comes from Kowalski, and it's titled JLH. And it says, I can't believe we're all going to die without never having seen Jennifer Love Hewitt's tits. Now, when I read this email, I immediately went to Twitter and thought she died or something like that. Uh but it turns out she's healthy um, on a new show. 
But I think I think uh, Kowalski's just yearning for to to see them uh, sweater puppets. What do you what do you think, Turtle? Sweater puppets. <laughs> I remember, if I recall correctly, there was a huge debate years ago between uh, I don't remember. I think it was Swick and myself over who was more attractive, Shakira or Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. And I plant Shakira. I planted I plant no, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I planted the flag clearly on Jennifer Love Hewitt and that flag will remain there. Uh she could be in her sixties and it doesn't matter. I would I would still wreck that. I, I would say that flag is still fully erect. Um Exactly. Yeah. And uh, fully staffed. The, those hips don't lie, though, as Turtle is uh, saying over here. Oh, no, yeah, I, retra I retract. I retract. I just Googled her. Uh, current photos are pretty nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's stacked. Wow, I didn't realize that. She is Wrong. a curvy, curvy lady. All right, Dude, be be before we get canceled, let's move on to the next email. <laughs> uh, and it's from Kowalski again, and it's uh, titled Joey B. And it says... You get one more week, Joey. Show me what you got, or it's Tua time. So I think he's uh, just about done with the Joe Burrow experience. Uh, Turtle, like, did you see this coming, the Joe Burrow struggles? He's got all these dynamite wide receivers. He's got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon's a great running back. So what the hell's going on with Joe Burrow? He did this last year, and I fucking dropped him for like uh, I don't even, I think it was like Taylor Heineke or somebody just terrible, um, because I thought Trey Lance was gonna be that guy last year, so I, I gave up Burrow after he like had his early struggles. Don't drop him. Who is like good enough or hot enough right now to where you can just start him over Joe Burrow anyways and not feel bad? So just put him on your bench. Don't drop him. Prime time. Do you agree with the Joe Burrow to uh, dynamic here? Uh, yeah, I'll agree. Uh, although I'm currently Googling Jennifer Love Hewitt pictures, but yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you just said. Yeah, I was, I stumbled through that one. You guys aren't distracted <laughs> whatsoever, right? You're totally engaged. A hundred percent focused on whatever we're doing right now. <laughs> All right. We have one more, one more email from Kowalski and it's titled Kyle armpits. And it says, <laughs> This Kyle Pitts fellow, he stinks. Stinks like the underarms of an overworked Eastern European man. Um, so, Kowalski, I don't know how you know what that smells like. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Pitts, the whole thing has been weird. Uh, he had a huge, a, a thousand yards last year as a rookie. And then he, you know, they get this Drake London kid. Who, who's pretty good, but you'd think it'd make it easier on Kyle Pitts? No, it's it's harder. He's only caught four passes this entire season, and it just doesn't look like it's working for whatever reason. Uh, and I lied. There's one more email from Kowalski. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it says, it's titled Duh Bears, and it is a copy of a tweet from J.J. Zachariasen at late round QB. And it says, Bears wide receiver have seven receptions in two games. Cooper Cup had seven receptions in eight minutes of gameplay against the Falcons. So prime time. I'm, uh, you, I'm not surprised. You're, at all yeah, I was say, you own Cooper Cup, so like 
he's outproduced the entire Bears receiving core in eight minutes of one game. I literally don't think anyone is shocked by that stat. I appreciate the uh, the stat, Micah, but uh, water is also wet. It was Kowalski. It was wasn't that Micah? Oh, I'm sorry, Kowalski. Sorry, yeah, water is also wet. Yes, yes. Heat is hot as well. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Like, if you're playing that bad, why don't you just throw the like take more chances? They play so conservative. It just. Uh, I just don't think he's a good enough quarterback to like let it rip. He's from Ohio State. They're terrible. <laughs> let him try. <laughs> like loosen up the chains. And our last email comes from Hatori Hanzo himself, and it's titled Ninjoku Watch 2022. And it says From the second from the twenty second ranked tight end overall pre draft to the 35th ranked tight end available in just a matter of weeks. So I, th- I don't know if this is going to be a weekly Ninjoku report, but uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I, uh, are you guys, are you guys feeling the, the, the weekly segment here? I love it. Yeah, keep it going. Let's go. All right, uh, let's get into pre- – actually, let's get into uh, a, Gis- a Giuseppe audio clip. We have a new clip from Giuseppe, so let me get that queued up, and uh, we will hear from the commish all the way from Milan, Italy, as my old iPad uh, boots up and switches apps. And here we go. Hey, guys, Giuseppe dialing in from Milan. Apologies for the echo last week and for all future weeks, but I really don't feel like furnishing an apartment in a place that I'm not living in forever. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Not a lot on my mind this week. I just wanted to talk about one quick thing. So there was a poll question last week about how people are feeling after week one, and more than 50% of the league had bleach smoothies. So they're already kind of like mailing it in. And I just want to offer you a little bit of advice. This is a long season and anything can happen. If I were to tell you on draft day that Mitch Trubisky would have more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, you probably wouldn't believe me, but that is the case. Or that Cooper Cup would have more targets as a receiver than Justin Fields has pass attempts as a quarterback, you also probably wouldn't believe me. Or that you know Jacksonville's in first place in the AFC South so there's a lot of things that can happen especially when you're only looking at a small sample size so I ask all of you to uh, keep your head up do what you got to do to to grind out these games and I'm sure things will turn around for some of you for others not so much and thank you Giuseppe for that weekly contribution we greatly appreciate it and I think his message is a good one Turtle, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you make the playoffs after starting like 0 and 5 or something? Something stupid like that. Didn't you have like a a crazy win streak to to make the playoffs in this league? Yeah, I think so, but uh, I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> like nothing at all. Starting off like one and four, I think it was. Okay, and then I just didn't lose for a while. <laughs> Yeah, you rattled off like a crazy, crazy win streak, and then I think you you made the wild card if I remember correctly. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, teams, if you're zero two, um, it's 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 a long season. 
injuries can happen and can devastate a team. Uh, so anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation, Bishop. That's what I've heard. Okay. Now let's get into prediction results from last week. Uh, and Giuseppe led the way with five out of six. Uh, hell of hell of a performance from Giuseppe. I was in second with four out of six. Uh, Bishop with... Oh, you had four out of six, too. I got, I'm really bad at counting the uh, green squares. And Turtle, you only had two. You only had two out of six. So, And you, you, you both picked Santino to win, which is kind of funny. Um, so season-long total, Giuseppe is in the lead with eight, eight correct predictions. Uh, Bishop with seven. I have six. And Turtle with five. So we're all kind of grouped together. Still anybody's game. Nobody's, uh, nobody's really running away with it. So let's get into the second week of intra-divisional play. <laughs> and we start off... <laughs> I just saw your team name. Uh, and we start off in the Balls Mahoney, as always, with my occasional crotch chop versus Bishop's all day. And it pictures a... Features a picture of Jennifer Love Hewitt. So, Turtle, uh, I'm going to mention that I am a uh, three-and-a-half-point favorite, and Giuseppe has picked me to win. So why don't you give us some analysis here? Oof. Um, man. I know. She's I'm, banging, I'm right? She's banging. Yeah, yeah. I. You know what? I, I'm, I'm still looking at her pictures. Uh... I'm going to go with her. Yeah, I'm just trying to produce that dead air for everybody. Um, I'm going to go with All Day. Uh, I, I love the nickname there. And um, I, I don't know, man. I don't have a fucking clue. Cooper Cup and Kirk Cousins, not on Monday night. It's going to be a close one. But uh, you're somehow going to win. That's remarkable. Because I thought I was going to shock the world and take myself over, Tony. But you beat me to it. And I think I'm going to do it this week. Guys, Kirk Cousins at home against the Lions, not on primetime. Good old noon, noon game. It's going to be great for him. Uh, I think uh, Buffalo kind of blew their load last week. And uh, they're traveling to Miami, which is a notoriously tough place to play from what I've heard. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the matchups I got. So I think I will, and all my guys have struggled all year, so they're all due, and they might all be due this week, and my load will explode. What do you got, Tony? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Tony goes, this this is really awkward now. I I, I really thought I was going to get prime time to myself. Uh, I think Tony slaps you. <laughs> I didn't, uh, <laughs> um, Tony's guys are just like, they're, they're doing it right now, but God, please win. <laughs> please oh, win i will please win all right he's gonna, please. he's gonna shock the world uh i don't think so no 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 not so fast my friend uh i do worry about the kirk cousins uh detroit game because uh detroit has been in two shootouts to start the season uh i don't think there's going to be a lot of defense being played in that game but I scroll down, you know, Cooper Cup, of course, a uh, very dangerous player. I, I worry about him. And I scroll down your lineup, and that's when things get a little hairy. We got uh, Jeff Wilson, um, not scared of him. 
And one of my least favorite players in the NFL, Brandon Cooks. Uh, definitely not scared of him. Have you seen the over-under in the uh, Giants-Dallas Cowboys game on Monday Night Football? I see a Holy 39 over-under here. That's higher than the Bears. Or, I'm sorry, lower than the Bears game. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. Uh, I think uh, I think Zeke is toast. I don't think he's any good. I think uh, I got some tough matchups. Uh, A.J. Dillon versus uh, Tampa Bay in particular. Uh, that one's a little rough. Christian McCaffrey against New Orleans, who just slapped Tampa Bay around a little bit. Uh, but my receiving core overall is better than yours, and I think a uh, huge week for Devontae Adams. Uh, I, I think I'm going to win. I don't think it's going to be a slap. I think it, it'll be a little closer just based off the Kirk Cousins and Cooper Cup on your on your team. They are going to keep you close, but I will end up winning. Let's go to the next. Joe Mixon is my breakout player. Joe Mixon. Nobody mentioned him against the Jets. Jets playing tough out here, man. I don't know what you. I don't know what games you're watching. So I don't know. Yeah. Next matchup: Turtles, New Wave, Hookers, five versus Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas. Both teams at one and one on the season. Uh, Bishop, I'll I'll tell you that. Uh, Turtle is a seven-point favorite, and Giuseppe has picked Turtle to win. Do you agree? Oh, man. This is going to be an interesting game uh, because I think this is the game Jonathan Taylor explodes. Uh, They're at home against Kansas City with an over-under of 50. I think they're going to start giving him the ball a lot more, and he'll probably break one or two long ones. So I really like that play. Uh, his recently acquired Josh Jacobs uh, is going to Tennessee. I think that'll be a tough game for him. He's still starting Joe Burrow, apparently, over the Dolphin quarterback, who, like I said before, was at home against Buffalo. And the over-under in that game is 52.5. I mean, that's a big number. I don't know. I think Kowalski could get there if he makes a couple lineup changes, but uh, as of as it sits right now, I'm going to have to go with Turtle on this one. I'm going to agree. Uh, I, I mentioned that I think that that uh, Detroit-Minnesota game is going to have a crazy shootout. <coughs> I saw that the uh, the coach was talking about getting Dalvin Cook going a little bit this week. So as they say, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I think he's going to have a big game. I love Amon Ra St. Brown. I'm still mad at you, Turtle, that you sniped him from me. I was actually going to take him in that round that you got him. Because I was such a big, I I got him in. I'm in three leagues. I got him in the other two. So I'm a big fan. And uh, Justin Jefferson will snap back this week. Not a lot of defense being played in Minnesota this week. Uh, I think you're gonna slap Kowalski this week. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get him by seven points exactly. Because no matter how good my matchups look or how you know my team looks. It doesn't matter. I play to competition. I always make it really close for some reason, and it sucks. Uh, give me those points this week. Uh, Turtle, quick question. Have you considered yeah. starting San Francisco quarterback? No. not I'll drop him before I start him. <laughs> Interesting. I, I love it. Go go for it. I just don't think the upside's there. I, I mean, he's fine. He's a good real-life quarterback. They will make the playoffs. 
but he's not going to have 25 points ever. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm more worried about Stafford throwing three interceptions and getting for sure. Points. But I think he like Cooper cup is good enough to where he's going to get like a bunch of touchdowns regardless. Maybe. Okay. Plus Allen Robinson's fine. All right. Let's go on to the next matchup. And we have Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Matt's Kiss from Mahomes. I'll let this one breathe. Matt, with another dynamite song choice, Seals Kiss from a Rose from, uh, I don't remember what Batman movie that was from, but it was from some terrible Batman movie. Um, Returns, probably? Maybe? Is that the one with Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was terrible. Uh, <laughs> the song, however, is fantastic. Uh, big fan. I know uh, I know you are, too, Primetime. Oh, yeah. I'm over here getting my groove on. <laughs> All right. Pee Wee McLean is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Sorry to ruin the, the, the slow jams over here. Um, Giuseppe has picked Pee Wee McLean to win. Turtle... Uh, do you think Matt can compete after that huge week, or did, does he got anything left in the chamber here? Yeah, I was having a real tough one with this uh, matchup here. I like some of Matt's guys. I just don't think they, they get to where they were last week. Um, Pee Wee McLean put up 90-something points, and they had a literal zero from an inactive player in their lineup. Uh, I think they... If they made their show, God, this fucking song is jamming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Bars. Uh, I think yeah, if they're on top of their lineup, I think they can. Uh, they'll get this win. It'll be close. Yeah, I'll, I could jump in here. I I was gonna agree actually. I think Pee Wee McLean is definitely. He's. I think he's one of those owners who makes changes like very late into the week. So usually the lineup we see here is not gonna be the same. Uh, yeah, he'll probably take Gabe Davis out. Maybe put in Garrett Wilson uh, or somebody else. Maybe Bryce Hall as a flex. Uh, both good matchups. Both Jets. <laughs> and uh, yeah, despite having Patrick Mahomes on his roster, I think he's going to win this week. Bishop, you are so pro Jets this year. It's 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 kind of f- fucking with me, man. Like I know it's weird, isn't it? it and is. I'm 0-2, so it makes sense. <laughs> it checks out. The math adds up. All the words. (laughs) All right. Well, I think Patrick Mahomes is more Dan Marino than Chad Pennington. Let me just put that on the record. I think he's going to destroy the Indianapolis Colts this week. Uh, They got got shut out by fucking Jacksonville. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got 10 days of rest. Um, They're coming in. Uh, I think Pee Wee McLean is going to take this one. Uh, a couple tough matchups for Matt. Aaron Jones playing Tampa Bay, who might be the best defense in the league. Um, and we mentioned that uh, Buffalo-Miami game, I think maybe they're going to try and cover Tyreek Hill this week, unlike Baltimore last week. 
and uh, Bill Belichick versus Lamar Jackson might be a bad thing for Matt. So I'm gonna take Pee Wee McLean, and we gotta hit, we gotta take it home one more time before we close this one. I have a funny uh, kiss from a rose story. If Please like tell it. I actually, I, I don't, I think it's funny. I don't know if you guys will. But anyway, so I have two small children, right? Ten and seven-ish. And uh, they don't know anything about music videos, right? So, like, I, I play, like, random music videos from, like, the 80s and 90s. And they're all, like, their minds are blown, right? Like, yeah. they've heard a song, like, on a radio. And they're like, oh, I, I've heard that song. And then they see a music video and their eyes, like, bug out. Anyway, my oldest daughter is, like, super nice, right? She will never say anything bad or anything. My uh, youngest doesn't give a fuck. She's like me. <laughs> uh, I put on that video, right? And they were all about it. And my oldest daughter sees Seal, and she, like, kind of cocks her head but doesn't say anything. She's like, I like this song. My youngest one right away was like, what's wrong with his face? <laughs> and I... I didn't know how to answer it. I was like, I think he got into a car accident or something. I just made up some shit. But kids are very gullible, and you could tell them anything, and they'll believe it. It's it's great. That's my seal kiss from a rose story. And at this moment, I knew that she was your daughter because uh, yep. that is definitely something you would say to a man. Um, yeah. Anyway, definitely. I don't know what happened to Seal's face, but I know what happened to his voice, and that thing is magical. So. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Mike's Lucky Luciano's versus Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way. And uh, we have Giuseppe as a two and a half point favorite. He has picked himself to win. Uh, I guess I'll take this one. <clears throat> I think uh, losing Mike Evans is going to be bad for Giuseppe this week. Um, I am going to shock the world, and I'm going to pick Mike to win this game. I love the uh, – I, I keep saying it. I think Jared Goff's going to be my breakout player. I was pissed off that I missed out on him on the, on the waiver wire. I see like three, four touchdowns in his future this Sunday. Uh, I think the, the Mike Evans departure is really going to hurt. Uh, Adam Thielen is not exactly lighting the world on fire. Uh, Keenan Allen's coming back from an injury, um, and you, you got a Jaguar in your lineup. So I'm going to go with Mike this week. That's also interesting because I was also going to take Mike uh, for one reason, well, two reasons, actually. The Detroit Lion quarterback pickup this week, I think, like you said, it's gonna, that game's going to be a shootout. Uh, it's definitely a better play than his Dallas quarterback. But the other play I really like on Mike's team is, and it's probably going to be my breakout, uh, foreshadowing, but uh, Leonard Fournette at home against Green Bay. Did you see how many yards David Montgomery got against Green Bay? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It was ridiculous. And now, like a competent running back like Leonard Fournette, I think he's going to tear up uh, the Packers. He's going to have a, a huge boom game. So, yeah, I really like Mike this week. Turtle, what you got? I got, I got to get off mute is what I got. Um, I'm gonna, I am not going to follow. Uh, I'm going to reciprocate picks. Giuseppe has been picking me recently. He uh, normally picks against. So uh, I'm going to keep going with the old men. Uh, I think Derrick Henry, he's going to get right. The guy's just not, you know, a three-point person. 
James Robinson has been overperforming, and he could probably continue that. I think he's got a guy. So he just picked up that Jacoby Myers guy, so he, he could fill in if need be. Um, I, I just – Mike's just losing. Uh, that's it. So I'm going to go with uh, the trend. All right, let's go to the next matchup into the uh, the Ditka, and we have Worms Team Taylor uh, versus <laughs> Worm Frederich Santino's Wolfpack, and uh, Worm is only a four point favorite against uh, Santino. I don't know how that works, but uh, Giuseppe has picked Worm to win Bishop, so um, I don't know. Can you say anything nice about Rex Burkhead or Rashad Penny? Man, Santino, I, I hope. You know, Tyler Alligator play would have actually been decent last week. He put up two points, and he had a guy with one point in his roster. That might have been the only week that'll ever happen. Uh, it's going to be very hard uh, to go with Santino. I think is Jerry Judy got hurt last week. I don't even know if he's going to play this week. He's questionable with ribs, it says. Uh, he's got Jamar Chase and maybe AJ Brown. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what RT's smoking, but Worm should be definitely favored by way more than four. Uh, so I'll take the the give me putt and I will go with Worm. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, I just don't think with Judy being hurt and both his running backs looking like. Both of his running backs, uh, Worm can put out competent players. He has Saquon Barkley, who is, uh, you know, a better running back than Nick Chubb. Uh, I think he's got it. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna win. Uh, yeah, they have him at seventy-four percent chance to gonna, win. I was just gonna say. By four. I mean, RT's like just nuts. <laughs> they, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't understand. I do not understand how this is a four-point spread. Uh, just look at the running backs, Saquon Barkley and DeAndre Swift. Those are two top 10 guys versus Rex Burkhead and Rashad Penny. I know, I know Santino's got a stacked wide receiver core, but it doesn't matter. Like that is going to win the game alone for worm. Uh, Russell Wilson's toast. I don't, I don't see him doing much and, uh, give me, give me worm all day. This, this, this four point spread is hilarious. I would bet that if, uh, if I could bet real money on fantasy football spreads. <laughs> uh, Michael Pittman Jr., you guys said was hurt, right? He was hurt last week. I don't know if he's coming back or not. I have not okay, seen any see. injury. I think he returned maybe he to just, practice. Okay, I was going to say, the, maybe he's uh, projected for zero, and that's why it's a closer game? Could be. Could be. It could mm-hmm. be that Santino effect where, like, uh, like the RT Sports – the algorithm is like, there's no way he's not gonna, you know, play yeah, uh, yeah. Julio Jones this week or something. I don't know. The the we this uh, this website for so long, the AI has adapted for Santino, <laughs> like the Santino like algorithm. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, Santino has been assimilated into the machine. So uh, that's a sweep <laughs> for Worm. So we're all gonna go with Worm. We're gonna go to the next matchup. And we've got uh, BDI's D's Nuts Second Coming versus Micah's Serbia and the the Ninjoku the Ninjoku Watch here uh, game. Uh, hopefully, the Ninjoku Watch doesn't end this week. Um, Micah is a uh, two point favorite. Uh, 
RT Sports thinks he's going to win. And also Giuseppe thinks Micah is going to win. So Turtle, two points. That's a pretty close spread here. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Jeez, I don't even know if it's contrary. How is this like this? I, I think BDI wins. Um, I never pick BDI. He is somehow fielding a better team than his opponent. You know, he goes up against Nick Chubb, people like that. I mean, the guy the guy scores three touchdowns one week. We'll never hear from him for the next four. So, or, or Mike Michael Thomas. I, I don't know. I just I can't get behind that team of uh, older gentlemen. I will go with uh, BDI, who surprisingly has just the, the overall better team. I could jump in here next, and I'm going to go with Serbia, obviously. Uh, one, because he has Nick Chubb, uh, and they play Thursday, so that's usually beneficial for running the ball. Uh, I like his David Montgomery play at home against Houston. Uh, as far as, yeah, I, I think Mike has got a, a very good lineup this this week. Um, I'm not so I'm not sold on Deontay Johnson, but it is what it is. You could probably put Devonta Smith in there. That would probably be the week for him, for you to play him uh, against the Red, uh, not Redskins. What are they called again? Commanders. That's it. Yep. Awesome. Dude, get used to that for like six years. I'm, <laughs> it takes me a while to adapt. Do you still so say anyway. San Diego Chargers too? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I called them the Clippers earlier because it said LAC. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? But yeah, it usually takes it takes me six years. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, give me uh, Micah. Uh, I'm feeling the Micah love this week. I think he's going to win. I think this is going to be a close game. Um, I see a couple holes on BDI's roster. I, like I said, I love Stefan Diggs. He's He's been one of my guys for the past couple years. <clears throat> But I also see Tyler Lockett in his lineup and uh, <clears throat> Cordero Patterson. We saw what happened to Cordero Patterson last week. <laughs> I think that trend continues or he'll, he will struggle. They want to get this uh, alligator guy the ball. Uh, they know that Cordero Patterson ain't going to be here more than this year. So I think they're going to start phasing him out. And uh, I love I love Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, figure... Pencil him in for two touchdowns. I think Mahomes will, will find him early and often. And uh, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's, great, he's a stud. And uh, the commander's defense is not good, as uh, Primetime was saying. So give me Micah and Serbia. I'm pro-Serbia this week. Uh, breakout player. I mentioned mine's going to be Jared Goff of the uh, Fighting Lions. Uh, Turtle, you, you said somebody, but I can't remember. Who was it? Yeah, I, I blurted it out in the middle of everything earlier. Uh, Joe Mixon against the Jets. And as a reminder, I said Leonard Fournette with, on Mike Leitro's team. I think uh, Leonard Fournette at home against Green Bay is the money. Okay. That's going to do it for the Week 3 preview. Fantasy football scoop and... Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Okay. Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.